Well, 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 welcome back. It is I, the voice Calloway, the voice behind the message. Good morning, good morning. Today is Tuesday. We're going to tell it just like it is, whether it's a testimony or official story. Because, you know, people might know your name, but they don't know your story. So we're going to give it the honor to the Most High this morning for waking us up during a storm of what we got going on. Well, I got to give it to you raw and court. <clears throat> well, well, well. Today is Tuesday, September the 15th, 2020. Tell it like it is, because some people just afraid to say what I will. Well, y'all know who it is. It is I, the voice Callaway, the voice behind the message. Welcome this morning. Well, we're going to give the most high the honor of waking us up this morning during the storms of all the things that we're going through this morning. So I want to pray for all those who have lost a loved one during the coronavirus. But I also want to give thanks to the Lord for shining down on us, for giving us a voice, for being able to speak up from being tired of being last. I want to thank God for all these leaders, these real prophets, and those who understand that the truth must be told. I'm giving you all the honor, my Father, for those who don't know better. You know, a lot of us, we were born and not just raised. I'm asking you to give us the wisdom, the knowledge of the things that we don't understand, but we can recognize that you are God. It's a lot that we all have to check ourselves, give ourselves a self-examination when it comes to the Most High. See, a lot of people don't understand that being real and having God in you and not just on you. The reason I say that is because I see a lot of you doing your duty. But what's your motive? Is it really to help those who need help? Or are we really lacking something? Because if it's to be of profit from our people, then I think we got things twisted. Father God, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for being who I am. I wouldn't change a thing about me because, Father God, I am not perfect. But it's one thing I do do is try to learn from my mistakes. And forgive those who I have done harm unto. Father God, I just want to let you know that we all need your help. We need your help and we need your understanding. We need your grace and we need your mercy. I also want to ask you to give you to give me the right words to say this morning. 
and it's not to be a hater. It's not to put anyone down. It's to check ourselves. Because it's a lot of things that we are doing that is not of you. It is of man. It is of money. It is of pride, fashion, and a show. Father God, I just want to thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge that you have given me. So let the truth be told. Well, there it is there. I just want to talk to you, my sisters and brothers, this morning and let you know that it's really not about Black Lives Matter. It's about Black Money Matters. We got everything just all twisted about what we're supposed to do to protect our roots, protect our culture, protect our people, our children, your mother, your father, your sisters and brothers, and your children most of all. And when I say got things twisted, I just want to explain myself. As long as black money matters, they will say, Black Lives Matter. See, when you see those people out there and they're marching and they say they're protesting for police brutality, for Black Lives Matter, when will Black Lives Matter to black people? When will we stop killing each other? When will we get those leaders, those Christians, those pastors to walk the streets and say no more? We would do our own neighborhood watch to protect our children. If we have to arm ourselves with guns from our own children. But we owe that to them to show them that we love them. It's not to kill them, to hurt them, but we can't keep allowing this to happen. And then when a police kill an innocent, we get to screaming and hollering. When we protest, we got to protest about our wrongdoing in order for them to see we're going to stick together. We're not going to kill each other anymore. That's when we protest against police brutality and say that black lives truly matter when black lives matter to black people. It's sad to say, but it's true. I had a question asked to me this morning on Facebook. Um, I don't know who it was, but... um. He said, you always talk about, you know, men and this and this, you know, why do women act like men? 
And I had to really break something down to this young man, whoever this profile person is. Look at your mother. Every time you've seen her cry, every time you've seen the things that she went to, through to struggle, as a single parent, she had to step in and be the mother and the father. She had to put her boots on, hang her stilettos up, because it was time to go to work to provide for her children. Because she's now been abandoned without an explanation of why she had to raise her children on her own. Yeah, we can point fingers all day long, but it takes two to make a baby. I want to say something to a lot of you, include myself, just in case I slip, slip, and I fall. We got to understand the older we get, if we don't do our part as a woman, a man of God, we're not perfect. But being beat down as a woman, as a black woman, I think we go through more torture, abuse, physically, mentally, sexually, verbally, than anybody. Because a man has a choice when he says that a white woman can give him or can do for him more than a sister can. But a sister will ride for him when he's doing time in the penitentiary, sending boxes, writing letters, being faithful. All to when a brother get out. He's had a pen pal the whole time. A white girl, Mexican girl, somebody that's been right and sending money and doing this. And in his mind, that's what he gonna do when he get out. He's not trying to be that family man. He wants that woman that's gonna take care of him. He's not ready to be responsible. He's not ready to be the head of household. Let the truth be told. We got to understand that this internet thing, cyberspace, Satan is busy. And sometimes we got to check ourselves we start doing wrong upon people. I don't care how it is. Wrong is wrong. Whether you're cheating somebody out of some money, whether you're cheating society, whether you're white-collar crime, it is what it is. If it's to benefit you and your own whatever it is, and it's not to help somebody else or help the people and it's coming from your heart, then you're doing Satan's work. 
Just what he wants you to do, steal, kill, and destroy people's lives, their happiness, their homes, marriages, relationships, and families. Satan is doing his job, and it looked like he's winning the battle again and again and again. We try to point fingers at society, the government, but we're our own people. When will we make up our minds that we're going to get along, we're going to unify, and we're going to buy black, stay black, keep it black, love it black, respect it black, share it black, and give it black. It's not about color. It's not about race. But as we can see, we have been divided. Hated upon. And it's not all of them. But it's most of them. We already know that we can't win with the government. Or we can't win with even working a nine to five every day. Because we're not going to get what we deserve. So it's about black money matters. And we don't have that sense to understand that we can have something. But we got to check ourselves. We point fingers at everybody else. Point fingers at you. Why you won't do. But you'd rather be over here in a crowd of where you think you're looking good. And we just can't mix and mingle and and think truth and the Bible don't mix. Because when you look at the scripture and you look at the people that are reading the scripture, or they live in the scripture. I don't like to quote scripture because everything that's going on in the, in the world is hard to live by the scripture. And I know I'm going to make mistakes. So as long as I ask for forgiveness and I know in my heart who I am through God's eyes. Nobody's flesh can tell me anything. You can criticize my name. I mean, Satan has been busy. He's tried to kill, steal, and destroy everything that I've had and tried to put together. But that's how I know who I am. Because every time Satan comes, God block it. He didn't sent the most dirtiest, grimiest, no goodest in my presence. And God has blocked it. So when you know what you know, how good God is, you know God is in you.
You can quote as many scripture as you want. If your heart, if you're using dirty money, if you're out there doing things that you really aren't supposed to do to get where you're trying to get, it makes it hard on everybody else. It makes it hard for people to believe. Because at the end of the day, that's going to be a disaster behind your motives. Can't have a motive and have faith. You can't have fear and have faith. Because faith is righteousness. Do you remember when they stoned Jesus? Made him carry his own cross. Why are you afraid to get out on the streets and shout his name the way you shout his name on Facebook? The way you Twitter his name and you quote his name, you throw these memes up and you throw these scriptures up, but I don't see you in the streets. Altogether, 57 churches, but you can't come together for one God for one day to praise one God. And it's like everybody say, I can't wait until church is open. Church is in you. God is trying to tell you something. You don't have to go. Be right just one day of the week. You got to kneel every day. You got to pray every day. Through your mistakes, your flaws. As long as you pretend, you will always get false information about who God is. It's not about how you quote the scriptures. How much you love him? How much you willing? Are you willing to die for him? I am. I am. To get out in the middle of the street and march for the children that have died and lost their lives. Laying cold in the street. Their name will be mentioned no more after a while, and it's it's just a memory. Hear a mother cry and miss a child. There's a lot of us that don't have parents, mothers, and fathers, and that missing piece of you. You feel like it's gone. But you got to let that little light shine. And do what your mom and dad would do. Get up and do your part and become family. If you're a family person, you love to cook, you you got a good heart, then you can't hate others. You can't hate on others. There's a lot of you men that just, it's not about putting you down. 
Know your place as a woman, as a man. Don't be ashamed of who you are. Stop pretending. Stop trying to be like everybody else. Because your character won't, it won't match up with your spirit. Because something is missing that you're trying to find, but you're hurting people along the way, trying to find that missing piece that has been hurting you and you can't get on top. You, you just seem like you just can't get there. But where are you trying to go? If it's not a purpose to help others, I'm going to say it again, you will always feel that pain. Make your pain your purpose to do something. Come together. Take a chance. But if you guys all know me, I'm doing some things underground. And um, I'm just praying that I could um, get a lot of you to come along and we could do this together. I'm not knocking nobody that's doing what you're doing, how you're doing it, where you're doing it, what you're doing. I know God has a plan. A lot of people don't understand who I am. And that's okay. I do. See, when you look Satan dead in his eye and he's tried to take your life more than once to keep, to keep you from being who you are and acknowledging, acknowledging that you're different. That's what makes me special. I know I'm different. And I know that the reason I'm by myself and I know why God blocks any and everything that doesn't mean me any good out of my life. And I don't question him. I don't go digging and prying and trying to ask questions why they left. Because God knows best. And I can't receive blessings with mess in my life. And a lot of us hang on to mess because we feel that it's love. That's because you've never felt love before. And it's a wonderful thing. But do you understand what love is? It's building. It's keeping things together. And when a man asked a woman to be his other half, have good intentions. Don't go empty-handed. 
If she got kids, you get food stamps or whatever, go bring her groceries. Bring her a flower if it's 99 cent card or something. Don't just come to want to have sex with her. Because that woman might have a good life going on for herself and you and your baggage, your drama, baby mamas, kids, whatever. If she don't have all that going on in her life, what makes she deserve, thinks she deserve your mess? So if you're not ready to be in a relationship and know your part, what woman don't want her man to open a door for? What woman don't want her man to bring up flowers and not feel he's a punk? That's what a man is supposed to do for his woman, to have that sensitive side to him, that compassionate side to him, to where he can relate to his woman and her feelings, her emotions. That way they can always be on the same page. And when you can feel each other, you always want each other, need each other, give to each other without thinking outside of the box or have doubt in that person that they're cheating. You got to give a person a reason to feel insecure. And a lot of you feel that that's, that makes you look big. Oh, I can get this woman. I can get this woman. You put it in a woman's face. And then when she trip out on you, you say she's crazy. No, you made her mentally crazy with your mess. When you could have left her alone, if you can have all these women, if you can have all this going on for yourself, why are you bothering that woman? You ladies, if you see a hard-working man and the first thing on your mind is to catch her and with your kitty cat and get your nails done, get your hair done, leave that man alone. That man looking for a wife, not a hood rat. He's not looking for a prostitute. He's not looking for a, a woman that got kids and can't clean up, can't cook. Why would you even want to think about marriage when you don't know your place as a woman? You can't cook. You don't do nothing. Oh, you think working and you can't even control your children. You expect this man, you see him, he's a good man. He works hard. You want him to come in and that's just like when I say about a woman have to take the place of a man. That works the same way when a good man have to step in when he's thinking that he got a good woman that knows her place. Then when he get in there, she's trapped. He, she done trapped him. Now he, the woman and the man, he got to go to work. He got to come home. He got to cook. He got to holler at kids. He got to clean up. He got to do things, iron his clothes. He got to do all this stuff. And then she still want her hair done and her nails done. Her feet done. 
so she can look pretty and sit on the phone and she got a big old button all this you know thinking she got all that going on but honey that man is dreading to come home and then you got that good woman she don't need you she want a husband she's not looking for a hood boy screw boy one night stands Somebody just think they could just, you know, you ain't got your head on straight. If you live in a hood, why are you looking for a girl that's a good girl? You you don't match. You go find a hood hood rat for a hood boy. You're your perfect match. But don't go out there and ruin a good woman that got her stuff together. Don't do it. If you have don't if you don't have good intentions, go for a woman or a man. Leave well alone because karma don't discriminate. And one day you'll fall in love with somebody that really, really was good for you. And God will take that person away from you. And you know that person will be everything to you. Everything. But see, Satan and God don't mix. You'll you're tangle, tangle, tangle. Because God is not going to let you take his angel and destroy her. He's not going to do it. It goes for you too, young lady. Older lady that's messing with younger boys and older men got these younger girls with these babies. And you, what's happening? But you can't deal with a grown woman. Now you got old, you got kids, babies. You past 50. Now you are trying to find a good woman, but you got baggage. You want to drag this woman into your baggage. And I I had a guy to tell me, well, your expectations. No, I, I, don't, I shouldn't have to have expectations of a man when a man knows his place. That's how you know a woman from a girl. That's how you know a boy from a man. Because if a real man going to step to you, he going to step to you right. And if you got good intentions of that woman, you're going to tell the truth. I ain't got nothing. But what is it that you that I need to do to make you happy? That I can do to make you comfortable to where we can build something together. And she could sit down and say, this is what I want. And if this is too much for you, you're not willing to try to build with me because I'm not one of them women that's going to deal with you running in the streets and driving my car and using my money and I'm dressing you up and, you know, I'm catering to your needs and your wants, but I get nothing in return but busted eyes, called names. But I was minding my own business waiting for my husband, not a hood boy. Not a fuck boy. 
that a man that can't use his mind or use his hands like a man or have a business mind that can produce, plant seeds and grow with the woman. That goes with the man that's a businessman. He got money. He trying to do something. He's looking for a wife, not a hood rat, not a prostitute. Not a mannequin that just sit there and look pretty, but you can't cook, you can't do anything. No. Let's look for a partner. Somebody don't mind taking them nails off, getting dirty with it when he need to get grimy and get up under the car and you can hand him a tool. You can empty the garbage sometime when he ain't there. If he's working hard, you won't just sit there and just wait for him to come if he working hard, and empty the trash. It works both ways. There's no in-between. You know who you are. You know what your capabilities are. You know if you're a responsible individual. You know you're a, if you're a moocher, you're a leecher, you're lazy, you're nasty. You don't plan on doing nothing with your life. You know that. Don't nobody know you better than you. Why destroy somebody else's life along the way? Why? That's all it boils down to. It doesn't matter what you got between your legs, how long your hair is, dreads, or whatever, how you built, whatever. Just keep it real. If you're going to keep it real with God, you better keep it real with yourself. Because I see pastors and stuff, you beat your wife. You go on a whole stroll. You're on the internet. You watch porn. You're watching other women on Facebook, all your, your whole congregation. you chatting. you messaging. You're doing all these things, that, but you want on the outside. That's one thing about me. I want you to know the good and the bad and the ugly. Because I'm not perfect. See, if you know the good, the bad, and the ugly, then you know when I come at you, I'm going to come at you real because I don't care what you know. You feel me? But it's one thing I'm not going to do. I'm going to be strong, solo, sexy, and single until I find a husband, a man that is husband material. So if you're not husband material, there's a lot of strong women out here that don't need you. When we say we don't need you, we want a husband. We don't need a man. We want a husband. Someone that knows his place. And there's men out there that are just not looking for a hood rat. They're looking for a wife. Somebody know her place. Somebody that's going to be there for him when the chips are down, when he's sick and he can't work, that can push your weight, pay the bills, not depend on him, be able to take care of the kids until things get back together and he get up on his feet. But then you got to meet a woman halfway. 
You can't just lay there and be lazy and expect her to just keep buying you, paying for you, catering to you, and screwing you, and you making her life miserable. You here, you there, you got a side chick, side piece, chest piece, don't matter, checker piece, it don't matter. What is your motive about your life being okay? So that when you do enter somebody else's life, you won't screw it up. If you're angry, you got things under your belt. Stay to yourself until you get yourself right. Give yourself a self-examination. Check yourself. Because everybody don't go let you just do them any kind of way. And nobody can't do anything to you unless you accept it or you allow them to. Voice your opinion. Say what you got to say. And if a person put their hands on you, it's time to go. Because that's a coward. He really got to, he got to, he wearing a skirt and he's scared to wear boxes. Because he don't know his place as a man. He's really scared. Of responsibility. He's so, he's so used to being a playboy. He, he loves running the streets and doing everything his way and everything's a party. But it's not. Black money matter. Get your mind right. Get your time right. Start thinking about how you have ruined a person's life. Go back and apologize. Forgive yourself. But until you do that, it'll eat your life. It really will. Because it's something you've done to that person and you know deep down inside what you did. But you want to make yourself look so good So good. And all you had to do was leave that person alone. So before you go ruin somebody's life, all on Facebook, Messenger, whatever you're doing, your private part shouldn't be your purpose. Because you'll turn a relationship into a situationship. Don't disappoint your woman. Don't disappoint your, your man. If that's all you want as a woman or man, then go get you somebody you can play with. You can, you know, but don't get somebody that's seriously looking for a wife or a husband. Because you're a waste of time, waste of money, waste of everything that that person got going for themselves because you're going to ruin it. You're going to mess it up. You're going to make them unhappy. All because you wasn't ready, but you saw an opportunity of you benefiting, trying to come up on your feet off this woman, off this man. Having a motive, not good intentions, of loving them, being there for them, helping them, growing with them, planting seeds with them, prospering with them, growing old with them. And loving them. It's all for your benefit. It's all for your benefit. That's called wrongdoing. 
And the only way you can do wrongdoing if you thought about it. You have to think you have to think about something to make a plan come together. At least in your mind. It's a plan. And to God step in and make a stand and let you know you mess with one of my children. And you have no place here, Satan. Or you help her. You're human, but you're Satan. Satan is in you. Just like God is in some of us, Satan is in, in you too. You don't mean nobody no good, but I want you to know God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. I want to thank him for my voice. I want to thank him for my strength. I want to thank him for my wisdom and my knowledge and know the difference between right and wrong. I might make mistakes. That's because I'm not perfect and I'll never pretend to be. But I know that he loves me and he's there for me. And he would not let anybody come between what he has created in me. That's what I thank him for. And I just want to give him all the honor and the glory for giving me the mind to be able to think for myself because sometimes I get weak and I do fall short. But you can best assure the end of the day, I'm going to check myself. I'm going to repent and I'm going to ask God to forgive me first. I'm not healthy. I'm not in good shape, but I'm here. And I thank God for that. But I don't need nobody's mess. I don't need your baggage, your luggage, your extra, no nothing. If you don't mean me no good, leave me alone. Leave me be. I'm in peace. Sometimes I'll be in pain, but I know my purpose. I really do. I'm here for a reason, and I won't let anybody stop me. I don't need a team. God didn't need a team. He needed disciples. He needed those that have faith over fear, over doubt, that could get out there and do their part to honor him, to show people that he's good because he changed your heart. He changed your mind. He changed your ways, your life, your lifestyle. He's giving you hope, peace, humbleness. Most of all, he's given us life. Can we please do it right? Please, dear black man, please, dear black woman, your black money matter. Your black love matter. Your black respect matter. Your black honor, your black loyalty, your black respect and you got to understand your black unity, your black strength, wisdom, knowledge, your black power is black love. With that being said, everybody ain't going to get this message because this message is for everybody. I know some of y'all gave you something that really think about. But you know what? Through it all, 
when you know better, you do better. Black money matter, remember. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. That goes with relationship, marriage, trying to get with somebody because you know who you are and you know what your motive is. You have to think about, you have to have a plan to hurt somebody, to ruin somebody. You also have to have a plan to make somebody happy, be there for them, be their strength, their support, their lover, their husband, their wife. And be all you can be through God. Don't just mention his name. Don't just quote the scripture. Open your heart to him. You're not going to be perfect. Stop pretending to be perfect. Because he's going to let you know you're going to have storms. And you're going to need somebody. And when you act like you're so perfect. And when people see you fall, that's when people that you just really thought really looked up to you see that you're not who you're portrayed to be. With that being said, y'all know I am the voice Callaway, the voice behind the message. Everybody ain't going to get the message because the message is it for everybody? But for those who do, I pray that we all come together in unity and love and prosper and plant seeds and grow together because family over facts. Because sometimes your facts ain't always right. Stop judging, stop pointing. Nobody's better than anybody. And we all need to seek God. Because we're not perfect. But we can do the right thing through God. Stop destroying lives. Let's get it together. Let's grow up. Let's put in some work, baby. You know, let's put in some footwork. God loves you. Today, tomorrow, yesterday. But tomorrow is a promise to each and every one of us. But if you don't honor who he is and know that we all make mistakes and he's only there to help us. But it's up to us to do the right thing. God bless you. Please share this podcast, you know, and just allow yourself to open up and to love somebody and to know that you can be loved. You can be loved. Give it a try. Stop being mean. Stop being miserable. Stop. Stop. Open up your heart. It's okay. Open up your heart. Because somebody is trying to love you and give you that chance to love them back. But y'all know who this is. Raw and Uncut, The Voice, Cowboy.
the voice behind the message, even though you might not get the message. Because the message is all about love. Sometimes tough love is the best love to make people recognize that God loves us and we got to do the right thing. If you're trying to love somebody else, you can't say you love God and you don't love your wife. You don't love your girlfriend. You treat them like dirt and then you on all on Facebook and you're doing this and you're doing that. No, you can't. But being honest about who you are, yeah, you can't. To let people know I make mistakes. But God ain't done with me yet. I'm not pretending. I'm not behind a shield. I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. But I will honor him through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. Because y'all know I'm going to tell it like it is. God bless you. God bless your families. I'm praying for each and every one of you about the coronavirus, gang violence, black-on-black violence, black love, black relationship, black marriages, black families, black respect, and black loyalty. Peace out.